Welcome back to the Austin Mortgage Report with John Schutze on Talk 1370. Have a question for John? You can reach him by calling 512-920-2891. Once again, here's John. Hey, thanks for sticking around, everyone. This is Andrew Thurston, loan officer over at Supreme Lending at the Schutze branch. Of course, we have John Schutze here and John Roseberry as well. Killing it. Well, it's been a great show. It has been a great show. And if you're just oh tuning goodness. in, make sure to check out the uh, the podcast when we put that up. We had Philip Moreno with Liberty Mutual on, and we talked for the last two segments about flood insurance, which is certainly a very, very important topic um, right now in the in the wake of Hurricane Harvey. So definitely check that out if you missed it. But we want to go through um, kind of what we've been experiencing in Austin for how long here? And, and I'm talking about the rising home prices here. So how long have home home prices been increasing in Austin? The last solid... I'll do a little research on that, but let's just say it's been seven years. I'm going to say, I was going to yeah. say eight years. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, along with that, we, we always have a lot of conversations with the clients that we're working with and, and our real estate partners of home affordability. So how can folks afford the homes when they continue to increase in price every day? or every year rather, sometimes daily, I guess could happen. Um, And you know what we're talking about in a lot of cases. Well, and I wonder how much, I mean, there's going to be some people moving from Houston probably. Yeah. You know, and that's going to maybe increase some demand. You know, and we'll and see. the uh, the market in Houston, from my understanding, was, you know, before uh, the hurricane here, not as hot as Austin. So you could get a home in, in Houston that's comparable to one in Austin for less price. Mm. So they yeah. would, you know, even before they were looking at a more expensive home if you're looking to come over from Austin, from Houston. Yeah. So, you know, th- there's a couple of things that play into the affordability of a home. Um, one of them is certainly the, da- the down payment. So a 5% down payment on a $200,000 home is certainly less than if the home is two hundred, you know, twenty mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. higher. Mm-hmm. So that's one consideration. But one that I run into, you know, most, and John, you tell me what you're seeing, is the monthly payment. So by these homes being more expensive, the principal and interest payment, you know, the the amount to actually pay back that loan that they're getting is higher. And then with the property values increasing, yeah. the county's making the taxes higher too. Yeah, it's definitely just, it's just getting more and more expensive down. And, and it is, you're right. I mean, what, everything goes up. So if the prices are higher, the taxes are higher. Yeah. Uh, and what we're seeing, speaking of insurance, is the insurance is coming back higher. I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty tough to get an insurance policy less than about 15 to 1800 bucks these days. And you know what? And that didn't used to be the case. Yeah. And so. I would I would guess that after the damage for such a large part of Austin and these insurance companies paying out so many policies, I would think policies are probably going to go up. We, maybe we should ask Philip next time he's on, but I think they're probably yeah. going to be going up from here on out. They've got to recoup some cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So that higher payment creates a problem for, you know, we see this a lot where somebody says, you know, we want to buy a house, what do we qualify for? And we say, well... Really, kind of the top of your range is let's say two seventy five, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk to the real estate agent. And goes, you know what? These folk, what they're looking for, they really need to be in the three to three, maybe three ten range. Yeah, and it's like, man, I just don't see it. So we have to look at ways to try to get them up a little higher in their price point. Yeah, just so they can buy. There yeah. might just be nothing really available in the area, or it could just be that based on their goals, they really need to get up a little bit. Sure, and you know, there's two things that go into that. So the first one is just the budget that our clients have that they are wanting to spend on their their home payment. So you know, maybe they are qualified for a three thousand dollar payment, but based on their budgeting, they only want to pay twenty two hundred a month in in home costs, and they don't want to be what's called, sure. you know, home house poor to where yep. they're spending all the money in the mortgage and they have to stay home all the time, right? So 
there, there's that aspect of it. And then, you know, the other aspect that we run into a lot is people who can't um, qualify because the payment is above what their their limit is. Right. And so, you know, that's really what we're talking about is how do we get that payment lower to allow them to qualify for a home that's a little bit more expensive than they right. they may have been looking at initially. Yeah. And you or know, if I'm an agent, I'm th- I'm, the question I'm going to be asking you is, can we can we get that price up just a little bit? Is there a way to tweak that price a little bit? Yeah. Again, without raising their payment, but can we get a little higher price point? Sure. So, and, and there certainly is. And and the reason for that is there's you know a number of different parts of their mortgage payment that go into play here. So the first one is going to be the amount of loan that they're taking out and the interest rate, and that's going to be the principal and interest portion of their loan payment. Mm-hmm. And then you have to consider um, homeowners insurance. Um, so we'll talk about that one first, real quickly. The uh, homeowner's insurance on newer homes is typically less expensive than homeowner's insurance on a home that's quite a lot older. Right. You know, maybe the roof hasn't been replaced since the home was built 15 or 20 years ago. So depending on which area that you're looking at, if you're looking at areas that are a little bit newer, even if it's not, you know, you're going to be the first occupant in the home. If the home is, let's say, five years old, it may be a cheaper homeowner's insurance policy going that direction and, you know, yeah. in turn, your payment's going to be lower. So the first thing would be look at maybe ways to lower that insurance. I mean, so that could be maybe a higher deductible, get a 2% deductible instead of 1%. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be look at some other companies. Um, shop around, talk, shop to, around a little talk bit. to I mean, Philip. We've got a lot of great insurance folks that we work with, Philip right. definitely being one of them. Right, and maybe it's that... You know, if you are looking at a newer home, you, you're probably going to have a little cheaper insurance. So what's number two? Yeah. So another part of the payment that's going to be considered are the property taxes. And this, <clears throat> excuse me, this is kind of the main, uh, what I call swing factor in what your mortgage payment's going to be. So when I'm talking to folks yeah. and going through the breakdown of what a mortgage payment is on a $275,000 home, for example, if I don't have any information on where they're looking to buy you know, we're looking at tax rates that could be anywhere from 2.2% all the way upwards of 3, 3.3% yeah. in the Austin and surrounding areas. And so, you know, we have to figure out where they're looking to buy and, and mm-hmm. start looking at those tax rates. And, you know, something that might be a little counterintuitive to some folks is that when you buy in Austin, the tax rate seems to be a little bit lower than if you're going and buying in, you know, areas of Leander, maybe Cedar Park, these places where there's a lot more, a lot newer in- infrastructure that's being built and created, new, new roads schools. are being built, new schools, yeah. all that has so to be So the tax for. rates are, it's just in general, the, the further you're buying in the suburbs, the tax rates are higher. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and then going south of Austin, if you're looking in Kyle and Buda, you know, I've seen the tax rates come back pretty high there as yeah. well. Another thing that um, can affect tax rates are are the neighborhoods that you're buying in. So when you're you know buying in these new neighborhoods and there's a utility district or you know water district, there's different taxing yeah. entities that Muds, will puds, add up to you it. Hear these things? Yeah. So I think there's a new one called a PID. A PID. I remember what that is? Something dist- something district. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a different version of that where basically the developer needs the money to put in all the the sewer and stuff, so they. They, they front that money, mm-hmm. but then they pay themselves back with these muds and stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So and so, fees. you know, when we're looking at the taxes on these on these two properties, a $275,000 home in one area of town could have a payment when you factor in those taxes that's a couple hundred dollars more expensive than a $275,000 home in a different part of town. So, yeah. you know, when we're really payment sensitive and, and you're kind of at the top of the limit of what somebody can buy, or we're trying to figure out how they can afford a little bit more home... 
certainly looking at those tax rates and maybe yeah. finding areas of town or neighborhoods where the tax rates are a little bit lower is a great way to be able yep. to do that. Absolutely. So that was, I think, number two or three. Let's, let's that was another way. That was two. Yeah. Um, the next one are HOA dues, so homeowners association dues. So when we're very, yeah, when we're talking about mortgage payments, we have to factor in that too. So you know, certainly if you're looking at condos, that's a big thing because the homeowners association dues on condos right. can be you know one, two, three hundred dollars a month plus. So if you're looking at a house and a condo for this, the same price, the condo payment's going to be higher Absolutely. when you factor in the HOA dues because condo. It, Condos have higher homeowner association dues. They do, absolutely. And yeah. then, you know, on that same line, even the homes in some of these newer communities, we're starting to see the homeowners association dues be higher because they're putting in fancy pools, several playgrounds, yeah. you know, yeah. so all of that has to be paid for. So so that's the second one. We had one. one recently where we had estimated it be that the dues would be about forty or fifty dollars a month and they mm-hmm. ended up being ninety dollars a month. Yeah. So it kind of caught us off guard because I think it was like a thousand a year. Wow. And usually in a neighborhood, not a condo, but most neighbors might be four, five or six hundred bucks a year. So it's kind of caught us off guard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I certainly yeah. wouldn't have thought that. So, yeah. you know, that's the other one are the homeowners association dues. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I was thinking of another one that we'll throw in there is that you could lower the interest rate. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you get the seller to pay a little extra closing cost to buy the rate down. Yeah, you can you absolutely know, do you that. You can pay discount points, get a lower rate. That can lower your payment a little bit. Mm-hmm. That will definitely get the payment lower. And then, you know, the last thing to consider here are going to be the uh, is the mortgage insurance. And so the mortgage insurance would be something that's required if you're putting less than 20% down mm-hmm. and you're not doing a VA loan, which are for veterans. So veterans don't have to pay that mortgage insurance, but if you get any other type of loan. So marry, marry a veteran. That's another option. Marry a veteran. Marry a veteran. Absolutely. We we encourage They have the that. lowest mortgage payments. Yeah, they certainly do. But, you know, there is mortgage insurance, but there's more than one way to get it paid. And so you can look at having the lender cover that mortgage insurance. And mm-hmm. typically that's going to require the, the interest rate to go up a little bit. Um, the way the numbers work, though, your payment's going to be lower if you if you go that option in a lot of cases, right. so, or so you, you can, can pay do, it up front. You can do lender-paid mortgage mm-hmm. insurance or upfront mortgage insurance, where That's basically right. either the lender's going to pay for it, and usually what, what the lender's going to do is raise the rate a little bit. Correct. But still, the net-net is that the payment's a little lower than if you paid it monthly, which is more of the standard way. Absolutely. Right? And then, you know, I know we're, we're coming up to the end of the segment here, but there are some loan programs that have lower in, lower mortgage insurance than others. Yeah. So FHA may have lower insurance than a conventional loan if your credit's not so great. So there's right. really a lot of options. Yeah. And, and we just, you need to get with a knowledgeable loan officer like myself or someone at Supreme Lending who knows these options and knows the int- well, intricacies. And the other thing is a lot of lenders... Not you know don't offer some programs uh, they don't they just kind of stick to the plain vanilla yeah. conventional loan and you know one way to really increase the, your purchase power a lot of times is an FHA loan they they allow a much higher debt ratio than a conventional so That's if your true. lender doesn't even offer FHA loans which some don't you're not even seeing that option absolutely uh, so USDA yeah. VA. These are all loan programs that might really help you get a little bit higher price point. Yeah. So if you're talking to a lender and they just put you in the in the bucket of doing a conventional loan and you know you're doing five percent down and, and the payment is fine for you, you you would even be happy paying a higher payment. But they're telling you can't you can't qualify for any more home. 
that might be a good situation to look at FHA and see if FHA is an option to mm-hmm. increase your buying power. Your payment's going to go up, you know, because you'd be borrowing more money. But that's definitely a great way to uh, to look at it. And and other loan programs could yeah. work by you know lowering that mortgage insurance. There's conventional loan programs that have cheaper mortgage insurance as well. I was just thinking you could get a co-signer. There's so many things you could do. So, hey, if they have any more questions, Andrew, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, I'm definitely on social media. You can look up my business page, uh, Andrew Thurston Loan Officer. Look me up on Facebook. Um, give me a call on my cell. That, that's pretty much the number that I'm always at. I forward my office line to it. It is 512-590-4976. Um, or, you know, stop by the office, look up our office and come on by. I'd be happy to sit down with you and chat with you about what some of the options are. We're up in Northwest Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, if you missed that, just go to Austin Mortgage Report. You can find Andrew there. We're going to be back with lots more. So stay tuned. Our number here is 512-920-ATX1. You're listening to the Austin Mortgage Report. We'll be right back. (laughs) 